Welcome to the Waves Business Coaching Podcast, where you can learn how to grow as a leader, inspire your team, and optimize the operations in your organization. I'm your host, Jacob Carnes, and this week on the podcast, I have a conversation with Garrison Bailey about the power of having a growth mindset. Garrison works in franchisee recruitment at Chick-fil-A Inc. and is someone who I've watched have a tremendous growth mindset in his work and in his personal life. If you want to learn how you can get the best out of your team in your organization, be sure to go to wavesbusinesscoaching.com, which is linked in the episode description. We would love to equip you and your team with the tools and resources to optimize your business and give you peace of mind as a business leader. Let's dive into my conversation with Garrison Bailey. Garrison, welcome to the Waves Business Coaching Podcast, man. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to spend some time chatting with you. Garrison, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me your story, man. Yeah, so um, born and raised suburbs of Atlanta. Got, I'm blessed to have just a great foundation of family and friends growing up. Um, it was probably around... When I got into high school, college, you know, you're just growing in maturity, sometimes not as fast as others. And I had just seasons of life where, you know, priorities were not probably where they should have been. And in one of those seasons, I actually took a year off from college and I moved to work at Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming thought I would pursue the park ranger life and, you know, be friends with Yogi Bear and all of them, but just had the realization that, you know, that, that wasn't my calling. And out of that year, came back home and parents made it pretty clear. You still got to go find a job. You got to start working. And it just so happened. One of those afternoons, I'm with my grandmother at a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And she's like, I think you should get a job here. And I'm thinking like, okay, I'll apply. I don't know if I really want to work a fast food restaurant. Right. So, um, you know, it was just kind of stars aligning moment. And I started working at that Chick-fil-A. I would hang out with her. I'd go to class. And it was just this really cool connection of how that was actually the area and community that my dad grew up in. And I have a lot of people that would come up to me and say, you know, you, you look like Jerry Bailey and just all these ways to pour back into a community that, you know, by little knowledge on my part, raised my parent, uh, raised my dad and, you know, was a huge part of his family. I'm like, wow, this Chick-fil-A is like really connecting to the community. Um, so I continue to progress through, uh, you know, going from team member to team leader, then I start, you know, working as a night manager and it's just kind of in this back of mind where, you know, I'm getting closer to graduation and I still don't know what I want to do. I was an English major, but I didn't want to teach. Um, Perfect. So, you know, the question is then like, okay, I guess I'll write books or I'll do PR or public, public speaking. Like, I don't, I don't know yeah. what it is, but the whole time I'm gaining a, a fandom of like what Chick-fil-A was standing for right. in the Lilburn community and what the team was doing and just what we were able to represent. So I remember having a conversation with my operator 
I was pretty transparent, like, Hey, the seat that you're in as the business owner is probably not the one I'm prepared for, Mm. but I am prepared to take an opportunity where I can support you from a distance, you know, and in tandem support the operators next to you and the ones all across the South and, and et cetera. So combining the lack of corporate experience and knowledge that I had at the time, but my Chick-fil-A knowledge, it became this opportunity for me to pursue what was called the, at the time, the talent, sorry, training development program. It's now called the talent development program. You know, names change. It's names change. (laughs) Yes. Um, and so I started that it's this 36 month program. You're kind of in this role where you're helping train on board all these new members of the Chick-fil-A family, whether they're owner operators, their new support center staff, their team members, you're recalibrating them. It was, a, it was an opportunity for me to use my, my Chick-fil-A acumen while learning corporate acumen. Um, and, and the program's designed to help launch high level Chick-fil-A leaders into support center opportunities because, you know, my story's not too far different than others where it's like, I didn't work any other job through college. I just worked at Chick-fil-A. Um, so I was in the program for about 18 months, had great experiences and different business rotations that allowed me to see parts of the business that I was passionate for. Yeah. And one of those I think that I think I've always been passionate about is like, how do I steward talent and how do I help folks think not just now, but where do I want to be five years? Where do I want to be 10 years? And so one of the, um, well, the first role I got full-time staff with Chick-fil-A was helping to source for the development programs themselves. And so that was just such a blessing because I was able to help kind of put myself back in their shoes now as team members, as I'm trying to source team members to apply for the leadership development program or the talent development program. It's like, I remember where you were and and where you are now. Like you're this leader, you're high achieving, you're eager, but you're missing these things that make you competitive for X or Y right now. Right. And so, um, was in that role for two years, helping to source and fill the pipeline, had a lot of great opportunities to watch, you know, a one-on-one, a mock interview, then turn into, Hey Garrison, I got selected for, LDP or TDP. And that's just such a huge blessing because, you know, none of it's on me, but I did have a small opportunity to be a part of their story, which is fun because I remember those people in my own personal story. Um, so that, that was so much fun being on that team for two years. And then this year made the move over to support franchisee selection. So still, you know, helping to be a, a quote unquote gatekeeper, of talent within Chick-fil-A. This is just a different, this is a different gate that we have to keep and maintain. And that's, in my opinion, the most important decision that we make at Chick-fil-A and that is to select the right owner operators. And you know, the thousands and thousands of people that are interested for this, I'm humbled and I'm honored that I get to be a part of stewarding the future of Chick-fil-A, you know, and it's hopeful that we select these owner operators and they're in their restaurants and they're in their, in their communities for 20, 30 years. And that still doesn't seem surreal to me yet. Like I'm still wrapping my head around that, which is pretty fun. You've got a cool role, man. Um, you and I met at Chick-fil-A Inc. So, you know, we, we met at the support center as Chick-fil-A calls it. 
And you're someone who, even your story now as I'm listening, like you're someone who I've worked with that has a growth mindset. And that's kind of one of the topic that I wanted to focus on today is kind of how you do that. So growth mindset versus sick versus fixed mindset. Uh, Carol Dweck kind of termed this or made it, made it popular, made it famous. She's a professor at Stanford. Um, she's one of the leading minds when it comes to growth mindset. She has done a lot of studies on growth and fixed mindset. So she defines a fixed mindset as believing that intelligence is static of like, almost like you're born with, or once you get to a certain point, you're, this is all the intelligence you have or all the ability that you have. And she defines a growth mindset as believing that intelligence or ability can be developed, that it's not static. You're not staying where you are. You're growing. You're, you're getting better. Therefore, growth mindset. She's got a book, which I know you, you've got with you, uh, Mindset, which the, uh, the tagline there is the new psychology of success. So she actually did multiple studies with her colleagues, and they did this with students and in workplaces, but I think the popular one was with, was with students kind of in the Midwest where they used fixed and growth mindsets, fixed in the control group and growth with different students to see grades and just saw dramatic output from the growth mindset students and from the workplace where they did this, these studies in. It's pretty phenomenal. Go check out her book, Mindset. But Garrison, you're someone who I've worked with that you're the first person I thought of when I thought I'm going to do an episode on how to have a growth mindset and why it's important. I was like, I got to talk to Garrison because I think growth mindset goes beyond just optimism. I think it's the way you approach situations and even hearing it in your story. I hear like when you're like, took the year off of school to go to Yellowstone, like even that to me is a, a cool step of like, well, I'm not just going to do nothing. Let me go try something that I really enjoy. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't it. Let's go try something else. Let's go back home. Let's go back to school and finish the operator thing okay, maybe not the operator thing, but let's try something else. Let's do this. Always growing in those areas. So for you, Garrison, is having a growth mindset something that you feel like is just natural or something that you continuously have to work for? Yeah, man. I I think it is natural in that it's, you know, as humans, we want to like keep moving forward. Hmm. You know, I'd say a majority of humans want to like find what's next in their life. It's a matter of like, am I willing to search within to find it? Um, you know, for some, it comes a whole lot easier than it does for others. Like for me, you know, I was back up to when I'm like 16, I was five, three and I weighed like 90 pounds soaking wet, you know? So I was pretty much like fresh meat for a bully in high school uh you and weren't I going to the having, nba that no i, I was not a spud web <laughs> um and i remember having a conversation with my dad and he's like son you do realize you're gonna grow <laughs> and you know like there's the very physical growth mindset it's like okay right. i'm not always going to be this this shrimp um but you know like being picked on by bullies in high school is never fun right. and the reality is like when I shifted my mindset to think like, okay, they're picking on me because I'm different than them. Well, like, how about I lean in to what I'm different at, you know? And I think that those were some of the like early, early stages for me in understanding that I had the growth mindset. Now, did I realize it 
and call it that when I was 16? No, because I didn't have the maturity to process and think about it like that. But I think now it's the internalization of like, how do I continue to move forward in challenges and, you know, have the perspective to limit a fixed mindset, mm. whether it's challenges in work, challenges in relationships, and just the walls that you run into, like eventually the wall's got to have a door to it and I can go through that door. Right. You know, or, or I can climb over the wall. Just you've got to find a way to do it. And I think that that's what's so helpful. I think that that doesn't come easy for everybody. And mm-hmm. I think that even for you saying it comes natural, that doesn't mean that it's easier Right. Like mm-hmm. I think the easy way out is definitely the fixed mindset. Um, you, you and I are big Georgia fans and, you know, Kirby smart head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs football team. He said something this past off season that I think has to do with growth mindset, which is better never rest. And this idea that like, if the goal is getting better, that's never done. That's never over. Like you never reach better because you can always be better. And I think the same applies here with growth mindset. So even as someone who says like, it does come pretty natural, how do you work on that? How do you approach every day with this idea that I can get better? I can have a growth mindset versus, and like you said, limiting the fixed mindset. For, for me, I've realized I've got to have the truth tellers in my life to point out where I need to continue to grow. And, you know, for the, Georgia Bulldogs, like you've got 11 guys on the field at a given time. Each of them are challenging each other to make sure that the better never rest mentality is staying true. And for me, it's like, okay, I've got to have the truth teller, whether it's my wife, it's my peers at work, like be transparent with my boss. Hey, this is not working well. I'm feeling drained by this. I don't think I'm being sufficient in this project. Um, so I think, you know, to the phrase of like, it comes natural for me, I want to know where I'm not succeeding. It's good. And you know, if I'm not living a life of humility, I'm going to be my worst enemy and that my ego is going to get in the way. Um, but the mentality of making sure that like I'm asking for feedback is huge. And that's what keeps me open to the realization like, okay, I'm not perfect in this and I need to continue to grow and stretch myself. And that's where I think I focus the most on finding where I will grow next versus staying fixed and stagnant in whatever season I'm in. I love that. Like humility is almost a precedent to having a growth mindset. Like, I think it'll be, it would be almost impossible to have a growth mindset without approaching it with humility and having a humble attitude towards what, whatever yeah. situation it is. What do you think is a benefit of looking at situations with the growth mindset, specifically like in your job and at work? So, you know, there, there's, this is a business podcast. So if business leaders are listening, what, what have you seen as a benefit to approaching work with a growth mindset? I mean, I think first and foremost, it's going to, put you outside of your element. Mm. You know, like if I'm not trying to grow, then I'm not tapping into challenges and resources that I'm not familiar with. And I think what's 
really relevant in a work setting is I'm new to a team. Like six months ago, I joined a, a new part of Chick-fil-A. There's a handful of people on my team that are very seasoned professionals. And, you know, I'm, I'm a very seasoned Chick-fil-A person from a restaurant acumen standpoint, but like I have so much to learn from them of corporate recruitment, HR practices and, and talent retention. So for me to not have a growth mindset, but to not be asking them questions, Hey, what did you carry from that field into the Chick-fil-A role? You know, what did you see as a common practice in your last profession that you want to implement onto this team? And, you know, how can we continue to evolve and not be stagnant in the way that we've always done things? And so it, it's twofold in that, like, it's going to better the team when you and the rest of them have a growth mindset. But of course, for yourself, like you're going to continue to take those steps forward to develop a stronger growth mindset. And I think so much of it is like seasons where it might be two steps forward and one step back. Mm. But if I continue that practice, you do the math, I'm still moving forward. Right. And it's not to say that like every day I've got the greatest growth mindset. Cause I mean, life can be life sometimes. And the challenges where like you get the nose on a project that you're trying to launch. It's like, of course that's going to, be debilitating, but okay, what do I've got? I've got to get back in the arena. Like the, um, the man in the arena is one of my favorite passages. Uh, and, and so like, I want to be battered and scarred because I've been in the arena. And if you're not in the arena, you've got the fixed mindset. You're in a role and you're in a corporate environment where, um, you get, you, you mentioned it, you get told no a lot <laughs> and you know, you, you might put a lot of thought and, uh, effort into a project that you think is just a great idea. And it can be a simple no from above you. Um, heck you and I worked on something probably gosh, two years ago, something like that. Uh, it felt like we worked on it for two years. <laughs> That's right. And all this effort, all this feedback from a ton of different audiences and stakeholders at, at the corporate office and just a simple no from legal. <laughs> and that was the end of the whole project. But I mean, to that point, I was pretty upset about that. And it seemed like almost nothing to you. Like, okay, like at least we got to work on something. You know, we got to talk to operators. We got to learn from business leaders. We still have solutions that can help people, even though this project we did. Uh, got told no, like that wasn't, that was helpful to me to watch someone that I know and respect like same situation. And I felt like I had a fixed mindset in that situation and you had a growth mindset just of, we can still learn something from this experience. It still helped both of us out. We learned a lot from it. We got to work on something. We grew from it. Let's move on. Um, what advice would you give to someone who would be in my situation there and would struggle to have a growth mindset at work? Well, I'll, I'll be fair. Like, you know, when it's appropriate and when it can happen, the 24 hour pity party, like I'm fine with it. Yeah. Cause I remember reading the email with all the red tape across it and I was just like, all right, this is like the low of lows. It feels like, um, I mean, it was, it was a months long project. You know, we talked it was, about it was, years, but it was months. It was several months. 
there's a lot of research, a lot of, of a lot of work that it's like, this has been my thing. And it just came back as a, we can't do it. But I think what's interesting is like, I take those moments and it's like, okay, what did I not ask on the front end to really set myself up for a opportunity where, Hey, maybe it's not months and months of work that we're doing. It's That's just good. a month. And I've asked the right questions and I've put myself in a better position to realize, okay, this isn't something that we would get approval for. Let me move on to the next thing or let me tweak it just to figure out what can I get as a solution? You know, so like asking the right questions, getting all the stakeholders in the same position yeah, is so critical on the front end than like, Hey, I've spent all this time and you know, now it's not even going to get approved. Um, I think one of the things of like the, the advice and just what I feel like I, has worked for me is like, I've got to reflect, mm. you know, if I can't take time to look back and see, okay, what was a gain? What was a setback? Then I'm just not going to set myself up well. And I see it in work. I see it in, you know, working out. Like I recently joined a rock climbing gym. I've been huge into it years past, but 10 years removed from it, I get back in there. I mean, I'm green as all get out because I haven't done this. And I got, you know, like an eight year old kid next to me scaling the wall faster than I can. <laughs> like you a lot of energy in those eight year olds though. They're literally a spider monkey going up the wall. And here I am at 30. I've got more muscle mass than you and all your friends <laughs> combined, but right. the technicality of it, it's ingrained in them. Yep. Um, and I remember having the conversation with my wife of like, yeah, I want to get back into this. And she's like, well then do it. Don't wait. Don't sit here and continue to say like, oh, this is what I want to do. Like just, you know, thank God for Nike. Just do it. Like that is the simple fix. And it's not simple, right? But you've got to put yourself in the position where you know that you're going to experience failure. And I think that's how you continue to grow and adopt a better growth mindset. I think this plays into our last episode, which was about being action oriented and something you just said reminded me of it, of choose not to be confused. Like if, if you know what needs to be done, don't delay, just do it. Like don't, don't choose to be like, Oh, well I wonder if that is the thing that no, if you, if you know, like, Hey, here's, here's what I need to do to make this happen. Do that thing. And don't delay, uh, what's necessary. Um, you know, something I thought about too with, I'll, I'll share a little bit about the project we worked on. So the, the short of it is that we were creating a resource for Chick-fil-A owner operators to help their leaders be better prepared to interview for corporate positions um, at Chick-fil-A. And so we spent months doing this, but even that I think was a growth mindset project because we encountered candidates who were showing up unprepared to interviews. And instead of saying, these are terrible candidates, or what are these operators thinking, putting these candidates in front of us, you thought internally, and you said, okay, maybe we're in the wrong. What, what, what can we do to better prepare these operators, these business owners, and these candidates to make sure they're showing up in front of us even better? I think even that is a growth mindset of looking at a situation where you, it looks like someone else's failure 
and still being humble enough to say, you know what, could we have done this better? And I think that's a growth mindset question is like, what can I do differently? How could this be even better? goes back to that better never rest, right? Garrison, you're a rock star. You're someone who I've looked up to for a long time at Chick-fil-A. And I really appreciate you being on the Waves Business Coaching Podcast, man. Thank you so much, man. I mean, it's it's fun to have, you know, a platform to just kind of share what I've experienced. But, man, I think even for you, taking this leap of faith and starting this is an example of a growth mindset. Um, and so, like, I'm honored. It's been fun. And, you know, I think the the thing I would say is, like, the growth mindset is something that you continue to evolve and it's not something that you're always going to get right. And I certainly haven't, you know, in, in my life, but it's the attitude of like, I've got to keep moving forward and I can't just be stagnant. So, um, yeah, man, this has been fun. I appreciate it, Jacob. Having a growth mindset is not a destination. It is a journey continuously. I like that. Garrison, Absolutely. thank you. Thank you so much for being on. We'll see you next time. Hey, go dogs. Thanks, man. Go dogs. A huge thank you to Garrison for being on the podcast. Garrison has been a huge influence in my life on having a growth mindset. As Garrison talked about, a growth mindset is not a destination. It's a journey. And sometimes it takes work, but it reaps great rewards for you in your personal life and in your career. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the Waves Business Coaching Podcast. For more free tools and resources on how to grow your organization, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Organizations struggle to grow because they don't know how to get the best out of their people. At Waves Business Coaching, we inspire teams and optimize operations so that you and your organization can thrive. If you are a business leader who wants to get the best out of your team, be sure to visit our website at wavesbusinesscoaching.com. which is linked in the episode description. If you want a free plan to optimize your business, be sure to take my business report, which is also linked in the episode description. In this free assessment, you'll get a diagnosis and plan to optimize your business. This report from Business Made Simple will do in 10 minutes what many business consultants take weeks to do. Click the link in the episode description to take my business report. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Waves Business Coaching Podcast. Take care.